0: Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Harder to Kill podcast. I'm super excited this week to have longtime WCFM member Sarah Sulzberger on the podcast with me. Hi. hi. Sarah. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> hey, how's it going?
1: Good. I'm like <laughs> nerdy excited. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So some people are kind of nervous, uh-huh. and actually, I didn't have the like pre-podcast talk with you. I guess I just assumed. Oh, we're gonna we were wing it. Gonna be good to go. Well, All normally right. I just tell people like. Hey, um, you know, especially like people who are kind of like more nervous and I won't like say who, <laughs> like who I have to like give that little, like talk to, but most of the time I'm like, Hey, so just so you know, we're going to talk about you. I'm not going to ask you anything. You're like, you're not going to know. like, Right. <laughs> and, um, right. if there's something that you say that you really want to like cut it out, that you're really like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. Like I can edit or I can try to edit. I tried sure. to edit last week when Kyle said he had to pee and I couldn't get it. <laughs> so I like didn't get that right. But anyway, um, so I wanted to just say like real quick before we get started that, um, I'm just excited to have you on, especially because you're like a long time member of the gym, like just a total, just complete experience, um, like pillar of our community. People like look up to you so much. And my daughter, Totally idolizes you. My daughter, Isabel, she's like, oh, Sarah, like always like saying how you're such a badass and like stuff like that and really looks up to you. And so um, I'm sure that people are just interested to, you know, hear your point of view about stuff and kind of like maybe um, how you originally got started with us and kind of like what prompted you to try CrossFit and all that stuff. So let's
1: like start there. Yeah. So um, I started when my daughter Claire was one, uh, so that was about seven and a half years ago. And uh, I really started because Tyler uh, had an assistant who had started CrossFit and couldn't stop talking about it, oh. like everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. And so then um, when I First was rule about, of CrossFit. <laughs> exactly. Um, so when I was about six months pregnant, Tyler joined CrossFit, mm. and I was so mad because <laughs> I couldn't do anything I yeah. was getting bigger by the day uh, yeah and he um yeah he basically got in like super great shape and he couldn't stop talking about it <laughs> so I found that really annoying and also intriguing and interesting so and, what year was that um it would have been 2012 oh, okay and um and so yeah uh he just would come home and like couldn't stop talking about it it was really interesting and. My experience up to that point was extremely minimal. Like, I yeah. tended to be a runner. Um, I would do, like, at-home, you know, workout videos mm-hmm. that we basically, like, laughed the whole time through because you feel like such an idiot <laughs> doing yeah. it. You have no idea what you're doing. And Tyler and I had done, like, P90X together and I had never done that. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. <laughs> I wish I had some video of Tyler doing yoga on P90X. But oh. I do not. It's only in my mind. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it That's forever. probably where it needs uh-huh. to stay. <laughs> but, yeah, so. So, um, I had a cesarean with Claire and by the time that I felt like I had recovered and was ready to like work out again, she was about a year. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I couldn't go to a class with Tyler because of our work schedules. So I talked to friend, like Mm -hmm. everybody, you know, Uh, I talked her into going with me at the 615 class and it was a very small class Mm -hmm. and, um, Sarah was actually, Sarah Garvin was on vacation, so Jacob was my first coach, and oh, yeah. I'm so thankful for that, because I think Sarah would have intimidated me <laughs> way too much, and I probably would have quit, but yeah. I, just, I love, ended up like loving, loving, loving having her as a coach. Yeah. So my friend quit, you know, pretty shortly thereafter, uh-huh. and I just loved it, mm-hmm. and I was hooked like almost immediately. I Which, remember you used to you used to be the early
0: morning yeah, crew.
1: Yeah. But I, I was not an athlete. I still actually have a really hard time seeing myself as athletic. Yeah. Because I'm super not coordinated. Mm-hmm. I like can't play any sport. I'm afraid <laughs> of every ball in every sport. Like yeah. I can't do any of that stuff. But and I also tend to um, avoid things that I'm not naturally good at. Mm-hmm. So CrossFit was it was a weird combination of just enough variety where you could find something Mm -hmm. that you were decent at that would keep you coming back. At least that's what, like, my experience was.
0: I just, I barely remember you guys starting. But you're saying Tyler started in 2012?
1: I'm great. well, Claire was born in 2012, so yeah. It hadn't been that summer before.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I started in
1: 2012. Oh, funny. In May of 2012,
0: yeah, Yeah. because I'd also had a baby that year, so Cammie was born January, yeah. Of 2012.
1: Oh, funny. so Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. It's so weird.
0: Yeah. Um, so did he actually start at the downtown gym? Um,
1: so the ask reason him. I asked is because
0: I think we moved in 2012, but
1: I think it yeah. was really late, like December. I want to say, I, I'm not totally sure, but I know when I started Harbor Freight was like a very new place. Okay. Was, so he must have. So you must have happened. started in like 2013. Yeah. I, yes. Yep. I did. Okay. I didn't actually
0: realize then that Tyler would be considered an OG because we uh, we made the rules. Oh. Um, we made the rules during the end of the year podcast that we did. Where, um, in order to be an OG, you have to have been a member since the downtown gym.
1: <laughs> Ooh, we'll have to figure that out for sure then. Yeah. Cause I think that is probably how I Yeah, because
0: he felt. was definitely not on the list of our, like, OGs that we were, like, going through trying to remember, like... Yeah, that's you know, funny. It's kind of like, if you're a person who goes to the same classes all the time and you don't, like, mix it up that much or maybe you don't come to the weekends, like, there's definitely people in the gym that you can just, like, miss for a really oh, long yeah. time and, like, oh, yeah. not even know who they are or, like, meet them and, yeah. um... I think that's kind of like what happened to us like around the time when you guys first started because, uh, or when you first started, because you would go to the early morning class. Like I never ever went to that class. Like I was always like at the noon or whatever. So, yeah. but anyway, so you, um, so you started back around like 2013, got like hooked right away. What was some of your, um, like favorite memories from the Harbor Freight gym? Oh
1: man. Um, you know, in the in the six fifteen class, it was um, when did you guys older people. Sorry,
0: I didn't you're mean to interrupt you. But oh, when fine. did you like merge to just one class? So did they didn't they have?
1: Did they just uh, go yeah. to the five thirty at some point? Um, it was a it was a while. It was a while later because okay. we went through like several. I want to say it was a few years even. Oh, um, of six fifteen. Yes. Oh. Yeah, but it that. was just me and like two people, you know, in their late 40s, early 50s. No. <laughs> and um, that was, I don't know, it was really, it was fun. Yeah. I think I have a theory that, you know, people like CrossFit because humans are such, like, we just crave um, immediate gratification. And CrossFit is something that, like, one week you can hardly pick up a 20 pound dumbbell or mm-hmm. whatever and then like the next week you're on to the 35 pound bar mm-hmm. and it's just it's such an addicting mm-hmm. experience to grow that quickly yeah um so that was I mean that was I loved that class and um I was progressing quickly mm-hmm. in comparative to people yeah. in their 50s you yeah. know and so <laughs> yeah. I think that helped yeah. build my confidence yeah you know a lot and um And Sarah and I really hit it off, so that was, you know, that kept me going too, but uh, I do remember, and I've talked to some of the newer people as of recently about this, like, when you get comfortable going to a class, Mm -hmm. and you get to know those people, if you ever have to switch it up, or like, the first time that you have to go to a different class, or Mm -hmm. I still even get like this on Saturday sometimes, where like, I'll feel nerves in my stomach, because like, I just don't know, like, who's Who's going to be be there, partner. I know, I do still get nervous about (laughs) who's going to be my partner, every class, I'll, like, hang around to the back, and I'll just, like, I'll let them all figure it out, and then I'll be, like, I need a partner, yeah, you know, and I'll just I take know. whoever's left. Why? I, it's, I don't like No it. one wants to be your partner. Well, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. I'm going to start just asking
0: Isabel. but <laughs> she's here. Oh, so my God, she would her her. die. She would die. She would be, like,
1: um, <laughs> is this a Are you punking me? Like, is oh, this a joke? Oh, <laughs> I think that. I know I do have that reputation. I'm pretty...
0: Oh, it's not because, oh. um... Well, it's not because of what you think, I'm sure. I'm sure it's because you think that you're super competitive and your partners don't want to get yelled at by you.
1: Yeah, that's 100% (laughs) what I think. But that's not it. That's That's not
0: it. Most people just feel like they would hold you back or like they're not good enough to be your partner. So it's more Uh, like, like I know that it's really common for people to, you know, you think about things like from your perspective, you're like, well, it must be me. You know, it's like, it's me or whatever, but... It's really like everyone is thinking that, you know, like I I could never be like Sarah's partner, you know what I mean? Like, cause it's just like the level that they see you, you know, cause pretty much everybody looks up to you, you know, like people who are always at the top of the leaderboard, people who are experienced, people who, um, you know, have like higher skills and like things like that, you know, like that's always like you're, you're always being like looked up to, do you know what I mean? And with that, with that position comes, you know, people then are also like intimidated. People yeah. are also, you know, cause I hear that a lot about me, like, Oh, you're, you're so intimidating. Like when, when I like first met you and I was just like, I don't like know what that is, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. am I doing something, right. you know, to like convey that? Because
1: like, I'm not, like, trying right. to ever be that way, like, at all. Right. Do you know I'm, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I don't think you're intimidating at all. I feel like you're one of the, like, lowest egotistical people. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like you have just such a encouraging – you. you genuinely – and I actually have said this before. I feel this way about all of you coaches, mm-hmm. every single coach that I have had here – I feel like you all genuinely really want people to um, progress and yeah. succeed <laughs> and you're genuinely excited when people get things even if it is a skill that you specifically don't have, you know what yeah. I mean as or a coach. Or maybe whatever. they're they're heavier than me or yeah. yeah like and I totally. love that here. It's just very mm-hmm. the sense of competition. I am very competitive. It doesn't come from sports. I mean, like board games, like the whole bit, right? It's it's an issue. But I um I, I also love cheerleading. Like I yeah. cheerleading is like my second thing yeah. about CrossFit. Yeah. I just want to like cheer people on yeah. and see people do awesome. So. Yeah. I like I love seeing people hit milestones. Yeah. so, it's so cool. The competitive, is,
0: the competitiveness from you is not that you want other people to fail. Right. It's just oh, that no. you
1: want yourself to like perform yeah. well. For sure. Yeah. I mean there's a there is definitely an element of like, I want to crush you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> In a certain you yeah. know, setting. But I do also really want
1: you to do well. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I, I do
0: like I like winning. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I mean, it, it depends on the setting. Oh, like
1: for sure. Yes. You know, yeah. if
0: we're at like a competition and you don't really know the other people and you've paid money to like go to this competition and like show off your skills and perform well, that's yeah. a different mindset than when we're in the gym, like training. Right. Whereas like sometimes, you know, that little bit of competition edge where you're trying to like gauge how well you're doing based on who else is in your class like yeah. and who else you kind of see as like more of your, um, more of, like, on your same level of, like, uh, um, I don't know, I can't, like, think of the word, just, like, level of, like, fitness and skills, sure. you know what I yeah. mean, like, yeah. like, that sort of thing, so, yeah, that's kind of the fun part, but yeah. at the same time, like, that doesn't mean, like, when you're, like, competitive and, you know, you would be, so, if, like, if you and I were in a class together and we were doing a workout to where, like, we could like hang together because yeah. there's definitely workouts where I just there'd be no chance for me to like hang with you Momentum and I wouldn't like try, this, right? No, I wouldn't try, insane. you yeah. know. But if it's like a workout where it's like, oh, maybe we could like maybe I could like you know meet yes. her at that, like you know, I'm gonna try. Uh
1: huh, for sure. <laughs> well, there was just last week we had a workout or was it this week? I don't remember where we did uh, you know, the 100 calorie bike and then the 200. That was just a couple oh. days ago, right? Um, and I saw on the leaderboard that Peyton and I had got off the bike at the same time. Yeah, like, like, oh <laughs> that would have been fun. To like, like pop together. off <laughs> the bike at yeah. the same time yeah. and then like just battle it out, you know, on the diamonders. Pey- I love that. Feeling. I think Peyton's the least oh, competitive. For sure. like so ever. I I need to take a page from her book sometimes because yes, she I need to tone it down a notch and um at the same time, she's able to perform super oh, well. Oh, so well. But like, I
0: know. She's never, she's just, I don't know like how to even describe it, but it's like, you just never hear her like no. even like saying anything competitive. No, she would never say,
1: <laughs> I want to crush you. I just, like I just said. I <laughs> she's more like well, I, that's not true in competition with Peyton yeah I have heard her say stuff like we are going to destroy that yeah and I was like "Whoa!" yeah I have never seen that side of Peyton yeah you're like um that's I'm my not, line yeah seriously <laughs> but on a uh, on a competition setting I tend to get way wussier than I am here in the gym I'm like I don't know I I don't like the pressure yeah of like everybody watching yeah I like to just like, be responsible for myself. Yeah. my own performance, I hate having the weight of other people.
0: Um, so. The competition... (sighs) I know exactly what you're saying because I think that, um, you and I are kind of similar in that way of, like, you start to second-guess yourself and, like, lose your confidence and you think, like, maybe getting, like, almost imposter syndrome of just feeling like, well, maybe I'm not good enough to be here. Like... Maybe I'm not maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. Maybe I'm gonna like perform worse than I am capable of, and maybe I'm gonna like totally screw it up. And I totally have that yeah. anxiety when it comes to like test taking, when it comes to like competition. Yeah. I just for sure. I wanna be a person who can like have a confidence of like, hey, um, you've done all this training, like you have all this background, like why are you second guessing what you're capable of? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like it's so
1: frustrating. Yes, it is. I agree.
0: I mean, so for some people when they're newer and they like, you know, do like scaled competitions and stuff like that, you know, they don't have, they have a lot less experience they are, they really aren't sure what
1: they're capable yeah, of. Those are so fun to watch,
0: you know, but how do you be the person who's like, oh, I've been doing this for a long time. And then you still like, you're still like second guessing. Uh-huh. It's like so like toxic. It's I like, know. oh, so yeah, my toxic trait is that, um, I just don't have the confidence that I need to have <laughs> to like, it's just like stupid.
1: Yes. Um, I will say as a segue, uh, that has been probably the most beneficial, um, thing about CrossFit for me in my personal life. Um, I used to like, just really, I've always been that girl who thinks like everybody doesn't like me or, mm-hmm. you know, like struggled with confidence mm-hmm. big time. Um, and it just like self-esteem of, and all yeah, that. Oh, for sure. And it was kind of, you know, as when we got married, Um, it was, it spilled into that too. I just like had jealousy issues and I, I mean, I'm sure it was just beyond frustrating for Tyler. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest things that that CrossFit has done for me is just given me this like new sense of confidence Mm -hmm. that I never had in my life. And it improved literally every relationship in my life. You know, I like, I stopped being jealous of people in their own right. I mean, Mm -hmm. I stopped, like, I just really had this new, like wanting to be encouraging mm-hmm. rather than like, you know, um, so that has been awesome. Um, and then just with like, you know, the way your body changes and stuff too, mm-hmm. the muscle gain, we've talked a lot about this, how it's, mm-hmm. you kind of go through mm-hmm. this, like, Ooh, this muscle is new. It's definition. <laughs> like where did yeah. this come from? And there's mixed feelings with that initially, mm-hmm. but I think you just learn to just like own it and mm-hmm. be confident and um, Tyler has seen how much work you know, like I put in, and how dedicated I mm-hmm. am. So he's super supportive of mm-hmm. just all of my accomplishments in the gym, you know. Yeah. And I don't know; it's the confidence thing c- can't be. um, What's the word? Like it can't be given as enough value. Yeah, it's just really awesome.
0: Yeah, I. I, I can see where you're coming from there. I think it depends, too, like, on the muscle definition. Like, where are you coming from? And, um, you know, like, just, like, your body type and that sort yeah. of stuff. Like, for me, I kind of embraced my – I had embraced my body type basically, like, in high school because I just more, like, genetically predisposed to have muscle, right. you know? Right. And so I just always kind of had that. And then in the 90s when it's like, oh, it was super cool to be skinny, uh-huh. like, you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. I was just like – Oh, yeah. Well, um, I don't have the thighs for that, so... Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> no,
1: yes.
0: And so yeah. it's it's not that I was, like, you know, overweight or something. It right. was just that my body type was just more, like, stockier, more... You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I didn't fit that, like, mold of, like, the 90s. Right. And so I kind of just have always had this mental mentality of, like, well, fuck that. Like, right. I'm going to be this other person then. I'm going to embrace the things that, like, I am like naturally predisposed to do and not try to like work against the grain you know what I mean and so I just was always like super interested in like weightlifting and like all that kind of stuff and then um I mean I just it's just like I'm just more like genetically like predisposed to it so I don't a lot of times take a lot of credit for
1: it I'll be like um I don't have to try that hard yeah. you know what I mean yeah I think that's awesome. That's something that I actually, I was just saying this about you the other day because I really admire um, just all of that specifically about you, Mm -hmm. how you really are good about, um, I don't know, not caring, you know, like what Mm -hmm. other people think and just kind of owning who you are. And I was definitely that girl growing up in the 90s who was like, striving for that thigh gap, you know, and I mean, I ended up, I had developed an eating disorder for like the majority of my life, actually, Mm -hmm. it it came on really early, so I'm, I'm really thankful, um, the shift in like mentality when it Mm -hmm. comes to women's bodies, as I'm raising a daughter, Mm -hmm. as I'm sure you can relate, you know, raising Mm -hmm. your girls, because I, Claire, my daughter is seeing like strong, Mm -hmm. is beautiful, and I'm really diligent about how I talk about fitness, mm-hmm. how I talk about my body and health. And, um, and she sees the muscles, you yeah. know what I mean? She thinks that's cool. So yeah. I love that. And yeah. I hope that the trend continues to move more and more that yeah. way, you know, cause it's, it's good. It's much, much better. I, I think it's
0: good. Yeah. To be the example of, you know, just trying to be like more strong and confident rather than like, Oh, we always have to worry about like, what we look like, how much we weigh, you know, like... Even what size
1: you are. I would, like, stress over, like, what
0: size, like, my clothes were. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that is so silly. Yeah. Do you think that it's partly, like, you know, the confidence and stuff you've built from from CrossFit and maybe also partly, like, getting older? I mean, do you feel... I mean, because I feel, as everyone knows, I just turned 40. And I promised that I would, like, stop talking about that. (laughs) But, like, here I am bringing it up again. But I think, like... I, I feel like the older that I've gotten, like, into my later 30s and stuff, and, like, just, like, the more, like, my kids grow up and the more, like, life experience that I get, um, I think that that also has made a difference.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, there are, there are a lot of variables. Um, life experience is huge because i think you know the more things that you go through the just the more um, perspective you get obviously mm-hmm. and you become more of a compassionate person and you you realize the things that actually matter right mm-hmm. you realize things that you should hold stock in your life and so as like just even like my spiritual life has matured and my marriage has matured mm-hmm. and um my thoughts, like just my inner self, you know, Mm -hmm. it's that all plays into it for sure. Being a parent and, um, all of that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: I agree. It's, uh, what were you talking about the other day? (laughs) Just cycling back around to like muscle definition or whatever. So you're a hairstylist. So it's like, and you say people
1: comment (laughs) on it. And so
0: sometimes we're talking about how it's like, it's not
1: fair that I have to be self-conscious <laughs> about be that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's without fail, you know, the past several years when the weather starts to turn nice, mm-hmm. um, having broader shoulders, I tend to wear more sleeveless mm-hmm. things and um, oh yeah, the first like couple weeks of nice weather, people are like, Dang! you know, maybe <laughs> yeah. I'm like blow drying or yeah. whatever and I'm like, okay, I don't know it, like, yep, I know I work out. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: I know when, when people are like, oh my gosh, do you work out? And yeah. you're like, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like some, sometimes I like to kind of be an asshole right. and I'll be like, no, no, what do you mean? Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Be like, well, you're, you like, arms are huge. I'm like, yeah. oh, thank you. I know. <laughs> I, most of the time people are, well, especially now, you know, my clients, all, they all know they me. They all know yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and most of the time they're just, they're super complimentary, which is I deal nice. more with the, with the broader public yeah. over the
0: summer. Yeah. So it, not, not everyone is being <laughs> yeah, complimentary <laughs> yeah, yeah or are tactful uh-huh. so, I mean I obviously don't really i don't care that much sometimes yeah. I like to fake like being super offended or something, but I really <laughs> really don't care, like right. you know what I mean, but um yeah, no, it is funny, it is yeah, funny but it's so so it's like. just like it's like, so on the one hand, we're sitting here talking about how you know, life experience, experience with CrossFit, like, has given us this confidence and how, like, you know, you can feel good about yourself with your accomplishments, you know, because, like, CrossFit is hard, mm-hmm. and when you do hard things, it makes you feel oh, better. super important. And so, yeah. for people who, um, you know, aren't doing hard things, it's, you're just more depressed, right? Yes. You're more, yeah. like, you feel more bad about yourself, you feel more worthless, you know, and so... So on the one hand, we're like having that, but then on the other hand, well, now I'm Uh self-conscious because, because I like care about my health and I care about my nutrition and I care about my sleep and I care about like my fitness and I, you know, like I care about that kind of stuff. People now judge you for that. And it's like, okay, so, so then you get in this rut of like, well, why should I even care? Because Mm -hmm. if I'm going to be self-conscious or if people are going to make comments to me either way, then it's like, yeah, yeah. Because if you're. If you're too heavy you know if you're overweight well then you get those comments or you know what i mean and it's uh-huh. just like there's just like is there any way to win and so i think that's why it's best to like find your purpose right find what's important to you do the things and try really hard to not care what what
1: everyone else is doing right. you know um i recently um you know, kind of took a big step back from social media. Mm -hmm. And, um, a lot of that, my, my sister had set the kind of the example of deleting her Facebook and, um, just felt lighter in doing so, so then I started with kind of just deleting Facebook, and Tyler still has his, so it keeps me in the loop, mm-hmm. I kind of have like the best of both worlds, but then we watched, you know, that Social Dilemma yeah. and documentary, and so I decided to take a step back from Instagram as well, and I will say for someone who is more prone, um, like myself, to comparing themselves, um, or you know, struggling with negative thoughts when you're infiltrated with yeah. all of that social media stuff, mm-hmm. um, it has been uh, awesome. And to your point of, you know, like, like, well, what do I, what should I care about? You know, like, where do I focus my attention? Mm-hmm. That has been really great for me to realize that, like, to have a full day of things that are important to me that um, add value to my life, coming mm-hmm. to the gym every morning spending time with my kids um, mm-hmm. you know eliminating some of the distractions that mm-hmm. just don't add value yeah. i would, i'm liking the uh, you know trajectory that i'm on mm-hmm. or tri- i always say that wrong and i even thought in my head before i said it don't say- yes i always say that wrong uh-oh it's okay. no that's just uh, that's Most of the time when you're out.
0: talking like on a podcast like this, you'll tend to like miss oh, for, speak or I whatever. Mean, that's just me. A
1: hundred percent. You don't even time. notice I'm it. I always you have my foot in my mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: But, no, that's, that's fine. Yeah. No big I, deal.
1: So I, yeah, I like, I like the idea of just, you know, um, on one hand, filling your life with things that add value to it. And then also, like you said, challenging yourself mm-hmm. it is such a disservice like I said in the beginning, I usually just avoided things I wasn't good at, mm-hmm. and like, there's no growth in that. Yeah, There definitely. is no growth. It yeah. is like just this comfort bubble, mm-hmm. and that is a sad, like, kind of. It's a comfort place. bubble
0: <laughs> that you're also <laughs> not comfortable in. <laughs>
1: exactly. Well, yeah. It's it's uh, like there's no meaning mm-hmm. there. You know. Yeah. Like, um, so yeah, I mean, I've I've been listening, you know, to a lot more podcasts and stuff recently um, mm-hmm. as well, instead of just being like on social media and that. Yeah, it's to get really, like inspiration. Yeah, yeah, I I I love that. You know, the doing hard things mm-hmm. It's really just invaluable.
0: Yeah, it's nice too because in CrossFit and especially you know like at our gym here, like because so we're relating to those specific people, you come to this gym. You do a hard workout, generally um, 90% of it's mental, most of the time it's mental, and you don't always have like a mental win, you know, sometimes you're like, man, I really like feel like I could have done better on that, or I just wasn't, you know, in it today for the mental, Um, and that's totally okay, you're going to have those ups and downs, but to me, like just, it sounds kind of like dumb or whatever, but like the whole... Practice of mentally pushing through every day in the gym when you don't want to. Like, mm-hmm. how many reps have you done that you didn't want to do? How many more rounds did you have in a workout that you were just like dreading doing? Like, right. but you did them anyways, you know what I mean? And then when you're in your like life and you have to do things, mm-hmm. it that that mental exercise just transfers right over. And right. I just think that, like, with that daily practice of that mental strain. It's so much easier than when you're in your work day or, you know, and stress comes up or like, man, you have like this work that you've got to get done and it's, you're like on a time crunch. You're just able to like chip away at it. You know, you're able to like tell yourself, you can like really practice the things that, you know, you can tell yourself. And so I think that's another thing why it's really good to keep more of a positive attitude, you know, and not like try to stay away from, like, the negative type. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not doing well. Oh, I could be doing better. Oh, this sucks. Oh, you know, like, right. to, to try to, like, flip that script the other way and be like, hey, I only have two more rounds to go or I'm over halfway. Right. Like, trying to be, like, more, like, positive. And the more you practice, 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 you know, the better, like, you get at that oh, over time.
1: absolutely. Yeah. And then
0: I think it just transfers over to more success, <laughs> like, outside, just like what you were saying. I mean, yeah. the fact that you were able to <clears> – <throat> come in the gym and basically like work on your mental side of things. You were able to like apply that like over into your other like relationships oh, yeah. and your like, you know, work and like whatever. And um but I want to say one more thing. I do miss you on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Cuz you used to <laughs> post like hair videos and cooking videos and you would sing on there and I miss it. I miss it when you were gone. I'm like, she should just do it for
1: the Instagram stories. Like, just do it for Instagram stories. (laughs) Well, so currently, I have my Instagram Account, but I only have it on the computer. Oh, and that is a different thing. I think that's what Gabe does Instagram on the PC. Uh Um, I did just learn how to actually make a post on the PC, but it's a whole thing. (laughs) Well, yeah, because your pictures are oh my gosh, it's like it's a whole like a different like coding screen comes up that Mm -hmm. I know nothing about. And, um, but I, yeah, I, so I don't know. I will see what ends up happening. I ultimately, I just wanted to, to, um, learn how to not be on it in front of my kids Mm -hmm. all the time, um, because they're not going to be allowed to have social media. I know. I need to get better better at that. then why do you, why are you on it all the time? I do let Isabel
0: have some social media. Um, I went back and forth on it for a long time and What it came down to for her is she's not a super outgoing personality, so it's not like she's just at school, like, you know, having, like, tons of friends or just, you know, I'm not trying to say she isn't, like, friendly or that she doesn't have friends, but it's just, like, her personality is just more... She's a little bit more, like, reserved than, than, like, I am, and, um... On her basketball team she was the only one that didn't have snapchat right and so she was left out of so many conversations and so many like plans you know they would plan to like wear their hair a certain way or wear a certain thing for like game day and then she like wouldn't know about it you know and it just the fact that she is who she is and then she had that layered on top i was just like Uh, yeah (sighs) you know i really wanted to avoid her especially like snapchat you know what i mean but it was just like in the end like what do you do? I mean,
1: right.
0: like when you already have so many obstacles as a 14 year old girl, like, right. could I just let her have Snapchat? And then, you know, could I, could I trust her to like see how she does with it? Right. And, you know, and I just, I just had the talk there. I'm like, listen, like, I mean, I do trust her. She hasn't really given me a reason not to, right. you know, yet. So, and it's is like, let's just try it out, like, so yeah.
1: that you can feel a little bit more like included, you know? And oh, I totally understand that. And I, this is, I'm a classic, you know, like person who's giving parenting advice before they have kids, right? I mean, like, my <laughs> daughter is eight years old, so like, social media isn't good really a thing. She's good yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is my plan, and we'll, you know, like, it could all go haywire, and oh, it I, might completely change. Um, but that's our goal, at least. It's good for me, like you said, like her personality compared to your personality. I know for me too much social media is negative in my life. um, And for her it might not be. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's ways to regulate it, obviously. But I've enjoyed, I have enjoyed the break. And I don't know that it's, you know, permanent
0: or anything. Facebook I don't love. Um, Instagram, what I like about Instagram is that you can just unfollow all the people that are kind of like...
1: Oh, pulling yeah. you down
0: like negative uh-huh. and then you just follow inspirational but you can like yeah. choose who you're going to follow on Instagram and I save my Instagram for a lot um of more like influential people and famous yeah. people, and that I want to follow. You it's know, it's much a
1: it, it's for me at least. It's a much smaller network. You know, I yeah, mean, it's, or it, it can be like Facebook. You when did you start Facebook? When you were like fifteen or like younger? Well, not maybe? me, but oh gosh, <laughs> I mean, I remember when it was only for college kids. But um, I mean, so it just grew into this thing where you know you've got like. This is gonna probably seem like a small number now, but eight hundred people yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know people have like thousands of people oh, I don't 100. know I don't get it oh, i there's great. no way I have
0: eight hundred people on my facebook i mean i I don't think no, so. I, mean, I have, I have like, like six i I moved it up to sound cooler, but oh, <laughs> but like, I don't know, I don't think I got Facebook till I got a blackberry in like oh, two thousand black oh, yeah, I had a blackberry, oh, I had a pink so blackberry, Ryan oh. got it for me for like Christmas or something. Oh. So I, I had That's the hilarious. like little like pink like with the yeah. with the thing. Um, I got Facebook when I got that, and I, I think Isabel oh she gosh. was like a baby, like she was born already. She's only did fourteen. That,
1: like, replace your pager.
0: <laughs> your I did not there. have a pager. <laughs> I will say I was one of the only kids when I was in high school to have a cell phone because my dad um, with his like work that he had yeah. um, he had he had a cell phone. And so, when I started driving, when I was, like, 15, my yeah. dad got me a cell phone. it was, like, the kind that, like, you don't, uh, like, yeah. there's no texting. There's no screen on it, really. Like, it mostly, it's too big to, like, carry in your purse. Like, yeah. you mostly just keep it in your car. And my dad got it for me for, like, emergencies and stuff like that. I think my mom didn't even get a cell phone until, like, 2001 or something. I and know. so, I had had a cell phone for, like, five years before my mom got one. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I'm a little bit older than you. So, um, anyways. Yeah. So as far as like Facebook, yes, I, it's very different and um, I actually don't enjoy having a Facebook friend and following them on
1: Instagram. I know oh. that's weird, so, isn't it? Don't don't get
0: don't get offended if I haven't followed you on Instagram yet because I if I have you on Facebook, I don't <laughs> feel the need.
1: Right, it's a lot of unless pressure. you post different stuff, and then I'm more like yes. inclined. Yeah, right. I always, yeah, I tended to have a lot more of my personal life on Instagram than I did on Facebook. Oh,
0: okay. But, yeah. So you're kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I post to both now because I actually have different people that follow me on uh-huh. Instagram than I have like Facebook, and so, um, and I also have two businesses, so right. I'm constantly using social media for like. Stuff like that, and I I wish that it wasn't the case, but
1: it's just the best way to reach people, you know? Yeah, I will say, you know what's really cool? I've had, um, since I got off Facebook and I I don't check Instagram as regularly, uh, I'll have people that text me directly for stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I know you don't have Facebook, so and they'll give me information, or it might (laughs) even be like, you know, an engagement or whatever. And I, that feels so good (laughs) that they thought of you, it really does. I'm like, oh my gosh, like. This feels like a real friend, yeah. you know, that would like text you yeah. when something great happens in their life, yeah. you know, and yeah. so, yeah, that has been really rewarding mm-hmm. in that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. So, and it, and it just reminds me how good that feels. So then I'm more inclined to like text people when I think about them. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I don't know. It's uh, it's like. <laughs> I was gonna say it's an old school way, but it's still like texting, which is It is oh, kind of man. old school
0: because any kids only communicate on like Snapchat. They right. don't like text message and so but like me and all my friends are still in like group chats on yeah. like your text okay. like, yeah. over your text messaging apps
1: and stuff. So I have a, a close friend who <clears throat> lives in Muscatine and she'll send me letters and I love it. She'll really? Send me, like postcards, like yes, yeah, it's just like thinking of you and I it is the sweetest thing. She I wish question. I was that good of a person. So, I just, Oh, she's the best. So. I just
0: sent my friends. Um, I'm like, I kind of joke about being kind of the worst mom ever on some levels because, like, while I make my kids eat healthy and while I try to be a good example of, like, hardworking mm-hmm. and, like you know, um, health conscious and like all that kind of stuff. When it comes to like projects at school, I'm like, I don't want to do any of those. And, um, Allie had to do this earth day project and it was due yesterday. And like, I don't know, we just didn't do it. And of course, um, so I sent like a screenshot of it to like my friends and I'm like, like, this is just another example of like like me just not able to like do this. But, um, Allie really pushed me because she really wanted to do it. And so I was literally like, she had to take some kind of like trash and she had to like turn it into like something else and I'm literally like dude I don't have ideas for this I'm like I don't know and so we ended up literally this was my idea I'm like okay here's what we're going to do we're going to get scratch paper we're going to make it into a book and you're going to write a story just on the front and then we like put it together in a thing I'm like when you get to school ask your teacher to staple that (laughs) together that's awesome and so she was like working on it like trying to get it done but it's just like yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. But, um, oh, I just like text messaging and like being in like groups or whatever. And so you just, you know, you have yeah. your um, your shortcomings. And then yeah. like other, I asked her like, what did other kids like bring? And
1: she's like telling me, oh, they made a bird feeder. And oh, they did man. this and oh, they did that. Oh, <laughs> that is the other actually really good thing about not having social media is all like the mom guilt or like, you know what I mean? The yeah. people who do it really, really well. And or at least like, show Oosh. you on social media yes. that they
0: do. Yeah. I think that's a good thing to remember is that people only put the best parts. I mean, there are some people, especially like I've been totally addicted to TikTok lately, which is not good. Not good. (laughs) I can lose a lot of time in that and I need to. I am getting better about it. Mm -hmm. But it's like I keep going back and forth and even having it on my phone and like all that stuff. But I've also learned a lot like from there. But people are willing to some people are willing to be more more vulnerable and yep. those people you can like relate to a lot more for than, sure yeah than the people who are just so it's I've never really had a problem with social media other than um, my problem is I just keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. I don't like the have a good t- yeah the yeah. time suck of it. I've never really felt like. I've never taken away like any sort of negative feelings of like, oh my gosh, these people are just doing so much better than me. Like, sure. I know that that is definitely a thing, but that's not, right. that's not like my issue. My issue is I can't regulate my time when right. I'm on it, yeah. which drives me crazy because right. I hate it if I'm not productive. This, that's my like toxic cycle. If, if I'm not productive, I'll like beat myself up. Oh yeah.
1: Life. Yep. I do get like that too. Um, for sure. Yeah, when you're just like thinking you're not like being productive. Oh yeah, I, I mean with I get really high strung if I get behind on stuff at the house mm-hmm. or like whatever.
0: Yeah. So I used to care a lot about that, like mm-hmm. the house and um when I used to be home more, it was definitely easier to stay on a routine with it. Right. Um I found after I had 3 kids and a busy life that yes. I I let it go. I let a lot of that go. Yeah. Um just that that perfection that you have to like have mm-hmm. like and, and I think my living situations too, um, I've never really been settled in a house to where oh, I right. felt I like. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah, where I felt like this is my house and I'm going to make my own. <laughs> it's like I always have, okay, well, I got to wait till I get my kitchen done. Well, now I got to wait till it's like. And so I just, I get in this like catch 22 with it. You know what I mean? Right. And so yeah. um, we're working. I mean, our house that we're in now is definitely our house that we're planned to stay in long term. Um, and And we are chipping away at working on it and like, you know, getting it kind of more to be like what I would want it to be so mm-hmm. that I can just be happy and not have this like stress of like, oh, I hate these things about my house, you know? Yeah. So, but how's your house? You've lived there for a couple of years now or? Yeah,
1: this will be our third summer in it and we love it. Um, it's got a really big yard with like some timber and a creek mm-hmm. and that is probably like the best thing about Yeah, it. is that what drew you to the house or like? Um Uh, Yes, the space in general, Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, Just having space for the kids, you know, to explore and Mm -hmm. to run, and we have a great dog, um, and just like the other day, Easter weekend... The kids came running up from the creek late at night. They have like a bucket splashing, you know, water out Mm -hmm. and they're like, we found a lobster. We found a lobster. (laughs) And it was like a crawfish, right? And it was the cutest thing. And it was, yeah, we just, we, we love it. It's been awesome. That's nice. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing I don't like is we're across the bypass and um, we really like to do, like, family bike rides and stuff. And so you have to, like, load up the bikes on your car and then, like, take them yeah, to the town, you know? Yeah. But, I mean... Is that's there about. not
0: routes to, like, ride out that way? <laughs> not
1: safe for kids. with kids. Yeah. And, and this, right when you get out of our um, uh, subdivision is a huge hill, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, to get to town. So it's... Yeah, it's a... That yeah. would be hard for the kids. It's kind of like where
0: I live, um... I live out in the country and I live... I do live on a hard surface road, but it's a county road and there's no shoulder. Right. There's no shoulder. And so it's like, there's no way... And and our road, they repaved it a few years ago and it's like a straight shot and it's super smooth. And so people can, you know, tend to like drive fast. Yes. And if you get off that road in any directions, it's gravel. Yeah. So it's just like not very conducive to like... Um, so, you know, when we were quarantined or whatever, it's like, there's no way for me to, like, run here. Yeah. Like, there's definitely... My kids, unfortunately, are not great bike riders um, because there just hasn't been a lot of opportunity right, right. for them to ride. Yeah. So, Cammie just literally has to ride, like, around the yard and, like, up and down the driveway and stuff. And um, yeah. so, she just doesn't really get as much, like, exposure to that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, my youngest won't even, like... She has no reason to even, like, learn to ride a bike. Right. Like, she <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, that
0: is super so, funny. um, all right, well, let's just like, since we're going to probably wrap it up in the next like 10 minutes or so, let's talk yeah. about like, you know, just like more gym related yeah. stuff. Like, are you going to do
1: any competitions this year? So I, uh, you know, um, you doing do the central regional. I'm not. I, last year I did it with Peyton and Elle mm-hmm. and that was such an awesome experience. I learned a lot about myself. I felt like doing it with them because they <laughs> aren't both like major BAs. And, <laughs> yeah. um, I felt, yeah, I, I was a little out of my league, but it also built some confidence. Um, but you
0: also fit right
1: in. <laughs> oh, man. It, I don't know. It was... That was a great experience. You
0: and Peyton have very different strengths.
1: We do, yeah. Um, which is... Uh, can be well-suited for com- team competition. Yeah, definitely.
0: Sure. Because it isn't like you're bad at, really bad at, at a thing. Whereas when you were my partner at the Central Regional, I'm real bad at like the <laughs> running and we had a run and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm <laughs> never going to survive. I'm not going to make it. Yeah.
1: Well, so when I did that, Tyler and the kids were, just came and supported. Mm-hmm. And I think this year Tyler is doing it and I want to just like full out, you know, yeah, Well, either. he did it the first Year. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He did it. Yep. He was yeah. on the team then too. But then also with my back issues, I just I don't want to be, um, you know, enticed to push like it. train super hard yes.
0: for, for yeah. like to like um enticed to do things you maybe shouldn't be doing exactly. for like your recovery. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm gonna. I don't know. Sometimes <clears throat> I wonder if my competition years aren't over. I don't know. I will have wait and see if I ever feel like I am like 100 back with my back because right now I see the future as never having a desire to max out my deadlift <laughs> 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 or really like back squat or I just I wanna be just healthy. Yeah. Um, longevity is my goal mm-hmm. right now. Just yeah, you know, it's whatever I can do to um improve my gymnastic skills. That's mm-hmm. a huge goal of mine. And and move moderately heavy weight efficiently. Mm-hmm. Like that's I that's what I love doing, mm-hmm. you know. So um I don't know. I don't know if I'll compete. We'll have to wait and see. I like that they usually announce the standards ahead of time so yeah. you, you know if it's something you're capable of doing yeah. or, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So,
0: Yeah, I'm kind of the same with competitions. I have done quite a few, yeah, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. So I don't and – and I'm kind of, like, the same as you. Like, it works me up into so much anxiety that mm-hmm. I am sometimes wondering, like, why I do this to myself. Right. You know
1: what <laughs> I mean? For sure. Um, Every time. Uh
0: Yeah, whereas some people, that's, like, what they train for, that's what they thrive for, like, they really enjoy, like, testing themselves in that way, and, like, I... you know, totally yeah. admire that. <laughs> yeah. And um I think everybody should definitely try oh you know, on some so level cool. to yeah, yeah mm-hmm. to like do it and get the experience. But it's definitely it's also a lot of money, especially the, yes. the central regional is very expensive. Yes. And so and it's time.
1: Like, like it's a time commitment. Yeah,
0: basically. it's the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so you have to like figure out where your kids are gonna go and, you know, like well in my case, what is my husband gonna do? And what right. you know, just like oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, you have to like a lot of like planning ahead for that. Mm-hmm. So um so yeah, for me, I don't know if I would. I did get asked to do the um, Christmas Classic last year. Of course, they didn't have it for. Like, oh yeah, we COVID were gonna do that. It. Yeah, <laughs> we were gonna be on a team.
1: Yeah, but it never happened. <clears throat>
0: yeah, it didn't happen. Which I'm a little bit disappointed because for that um, competition, it's not quite as high pressure as like yes. something like the Central Regional. It's a I little. Agree. It's the little. It's like kind of a step down mm. in um, pressure mm-hmm. <laughs> there. So yeah. – but, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Um, I I don't care that much to max out certain lifts, definitely deadlift, you know, squats and okay. things like that. I mean, I, I don't care to, like, go heavy. Like, right I could go heavy. But um, what I want to do is take – and I think I've talked about this before, but take, like – take my work capacity at certain weights up. Sure, yes. Yeah, so, like, yep. a lot of times, like, workouts um, – prescribed weight for like deadlift would be like 155. Right. Well, 155 for me is really not, I can move it 10 reps at a time, but it absolutely kills me. Like Mm -hmm. I am not conditioned for it at all. And so I would like to be able to work up to where like I can hit a workout at 155 and it doesn't like destroy me. You know what I mean? And so but I don't necessarily care if my one rep max goes up, but I want my work capacity yes. overall like to go up. I would agree with and that. And so um, I've kind of been stuck around the same kind of weights I feel like for a while and which is fine for for the mo- most of my lifts and stuff are, are good enough to mm-hmm. like hit those like RX weights. And so that's kind of the only like kind of goals I have. I think I would like to get better at the 35 pound dumbbell. That thing just gasses me so much Mm -hmm. you know and then you have like Peyton the dumbbell queen and you're just like not that I try to compare myself because it's like obviously we're in a very different you know like position you know she's still more of like in her prime than me (laughs) but um (laughs) Yeah. It's just so, sometimes mm-hmm. that kind of stuff annoys me a little bit. Like, why am I not better at dumbbell?
1: <laughs> the dumbbell? So uh, shout out to Warrior for the quarantine home workouts. Mm-hmm. First of all, I got to work out with Tyler every day, which is my favorite thing. That is not his favorite thing. He hates it. And if he shows up, we're in the same class on accident. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, and my face lights up and I love it. And he rolls his eyes and he's like, don't look at me. But um, no, I like how we, he's like, one, one time he was like, you're too close to me. <laughs> yeah. he He's not a fan, but I love it. I just... Yeah. So uh, when we were at home, I'm used to working out in the mornings. And mm-hmm. He's like, the later, the, the after, better. Yeah. The so there were times yeah. that we would work out like 7 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. And I, but I'm like, I'm going to wait for him because I loved working out yeah. <laughs> together. Um, but the the programming, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it, I fell in love with the dumbbell during quarantine. During that? Yep. And I really developed a confidence in moving it, mm-hmm. um, and... Did you borrow one from the gym, or did you yes, have your no, own? no, no. Okay. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, I borrowed it. Okay. Um, yeah. I had a 30-pound dumbbell at home. Right. And that's the only thing that I had, and it wasn't, like, the rubber... Yes, text one. yeah. So, I mean, it was fine and all, um, but it didn't... I mean, I didn't have a problem with, with most of the stuff that we did. I just, yeah. like, now, like, in the gym, like... Yeah.
1: no, Like... The thirty-five pound dumbbell can kill me. <laughs> the worst the worst quarantine workout was the what was it, two hundred meter sprints? I haven't sworn that much since then. <laughs> I mean I it was terrible. Do you remember? I think it was two hundred meters. Might have been four I don't even know. It um, was I, so bad. I was never really I able to do those. It. Oh my
0: god. So, um L and M I did like one or two track workouts um at L and M. Then then they ripped their track up. They just took They had planned to do it, you know what I mean? And they were able to just, like, start early because the school was closed. Yeah. So, in the middle of quarantine, L&M ripped up their track. And then I don't live close
1: to, like, a track. And then I would have to, like, drive. Oh, Tyler just, you know, he's Mr. Fix-It for sure. He has, like, a solution to every problem. And so he just pulls up. Oh, he it's (laughs) the best, actually. Yeah. But he pulls up, like, Google Maps and you can just, like, Uh our metered out our, um. yeah subdivision or whatever I feel
0: like our husbands are kind of similar in that way uh-huh, of like being um like problem solver oh, types, yeah. and like
1: oh willing
0: yeah. to go out and like oh I'm gonna try to build this thing and, like
1: yeah they're just like okay <laughs> no yeah it is back. nice
0: because um yeah, I am not tech savvy at all. <laughs> no, no, no. And we were talking before about the sound quality on the podcast. And I am happy to announce to everyone that I got some new equipment because <laughs> Ryan, uh, sometimes will listen to the podcast and the sound quality was like driving him crazy because uh-huh. he listens to a lot of podcasts because, um, basically for work, he's always alone. Yeah. And so, He can consume so much Mm -hmm. stuff, right? Because, Mm -hmm. like, if you work for 10 hours and you're just alone, like, what else are you going to do? So he has, like, two pairs of headphones, wireless headphones that he, like, just rotates with. So he always has, like, a headphone that isn't, like, dead or whatever. Uh Um, So for me, like... I have tried to do a little bit of research on like what I should buy for like equipment and all that kind of stuff and like I just get immediately overwhelmed and then I have no idea what to do. And then some of the stuff that I bought well it didn't like work. And then I'm just like, "Oh my gosh." And um so he like did the research, watched the YouTube videos, like downloaded the stuff that I needed, like bought the microphones yes. and then was trying to show me how to use it on um Wednesday or Thursday, I can't remember which day the stuff came in. So, yeah, it might have been like just yesterday. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like instantly like, oh, I don't know how to use this. Right. Oh, that would be me. And so he got like frustrated with me and like upset that, like, why? You know, I bought all this stuff for you. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to show you how to use it. I'm like, I know, but I got to like, I got to like, first, I got to like get the mindset that I have to learn this new
1: thing. Uh huh.
0: (laughs) And so. I am totally like inept with the, with mm-hmm. the tech stuff, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. I'm gonna have to like experiment a little That'd bit. That'd be good. There, but... That'd be
1: great. If, yeah. That's a good,
0: yeah. So, good um, thing. I wanted to actually bring it today cause I knew we were going to do the podcast, but then I was like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to know how to use right. it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so uh, we'll see how it goes. But anyway, um, that's great.
1: How did your workout go today? I liked it. Um, uh, You liked it, but you said you didn't want to do it before we started. Did I say that? (laughs) Yeah, I never really want to do it, but I I was looking forward to it when I read it last night. I um, it was burpees and wall balls, and so immediately I was like, yes, (laughs) I was like, I like that, and I debated all the way up until the moment the clock started whether or not I was going to use a twenty pound wall ball because I like training with the twenty pounder. Um, but, and I thought sets of 20 would have, were, was a small enough, uh, set for me to be able to still do them unbroken. But then as I was debating, you know, kind of, I see gas reach and I think full send, yeah. <laughs> which is probably different, <laughs> but I was like, Ooh, if I really am going to try to push the pace on this, then I should stick with the 14 Yeah. Under i was very glad that i yeah but what did you do last week
0: because what was the workout last week where we did
1: the wall balls you did 20 for that i did yes um and but it was just four rounds so i four total rounds but you did have to do 30 right it was uh was it 30 or 25 i can't remember oh maybe it was 25 yeah i think it was 25 because i think it ended up being 100 wall balls oh okay Maybe I could be wrong, but, um, so then I knew a hundred wall balls total was, uh, very manageable for me yeah. at 20 pounds. Whereas this one, you know, I was shooting for that 10, yeah, the 10. Yeah. yeah. You were going for 10. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, Oh, that's a lot of wall balls. That's 200. Wall balls. Yeah. <laughs> so then that's significantly higher volume to use the 20 pounder.
0: Yeah. Well, and, um, and the, the work the the working time was yes. supposed to be a lot
1: shorter. Right, so that, I took that into consideration as yeah. well when you said that you wanted to keep the working time between a minute and a minute 20 or mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah. A, ooh, I don't know, I can... Yeah, just trying to think of what I wanted to do. My burpees slowed down quite a bit more than they should have. I'm classic, you know, if you have eight rounds, my my slowest round is gonna be round what, like six and seven. Yeah. And then I can really push it for round eight. So that that pretty much happened today. You yeah. Know? I was like, Oh I think that
0: that's it's it's super common because you start getting tired. Yeah. And then you know you still have another couple of rounds, so yeah. you, you stay a little conservative. But when you know it's your last round, you just want to be done. And yes. so you're able... And then you're like, well, if I could push that hard on the last round, I like, know. why
1: couldn't I... That is me 100%. I always struggle with, uh, if I'm in the middle of my rest, I'm always like, do I need to be resting right now? Yeah. I probably don't need this rest. Like, yeah. why don't I just push it? And then afterwards, I'll be like, oh... I would have rested five seconds less yeah like, I used to do that, well you to
0: said myself. that on the one workout where it was the 100 calorie bike and yeah. then the double unders you were like I wish I would have rested more yes. instead I put too much pressure on myself to get these done yeah. and then it was like if I would have rested I maybe could have got bigger sets which like, we know on dubs for sure like yeah Bigger sets are is
1: a shorter time. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Now I wish I would have gone for the two hundred unbroken like Kyle did. But did he get him unbroken? <laughs> well, that's what he says. He did. he said. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I, know I didn't like did. see his uh-huh. time or
0: anything, or I don't know what that's crazy day he worked out. I wonder if that's a PR for him.
1: No two hundred unbroken. Mm-hmm.
0: No. Oh. Wow. I actually. One time at a competition, I think I witnessed him do, like, 247 Unbroken. Wow, that's so very exact. It was one of those things where you... I, know, I don't know <laughs> why I remember. It was something like that, though. I mean, you you What other stats or files you have
1: memorized? <laughs> well, I'm actually
0: wondering if I'm remembering if it was written up on the board. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, yeah. as a...
0: Matt, you remember how we used to do that? You would, like, go for... Um, we used to have records yeah, up right. for, like, different, like, things. Right. Um, I'm wondering if maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That's funny. But one time, one time at a competition... Um, you had to get, like, so much work done. Yes. And then you, the rest of your time was just however many dubs you could get. Right. And you literally just did doubles until the time right now. Like, he didn't yes. stop. I think and it was a that. lot. And I
1: think <laughs> about that. Because, Kyle, I, I, I used to try to do double unders in sets. And I would try to break it up, you know, 30, yeah. 50, whatever. And, um, and <clears> Kyle <throat> had told me one time, he's like, well, why do you do that? Why don't you just Keep stop going. when you. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just stop when you trip? And so I tried to think of that, you know, when we were doing the 200. Yeah. And I was just like, don't stop. Don't stop. Just like wait till you trip. And um, I don't know if it was effective or not, actually.
0: Oh, Um, I've definitely gotten better at pushing into that hurt a little bit more Mm -hmm. on double unders. Um, I used to like, oh, the first little sign of like a shoulder burn. I'm Uh, like, oh, I need a break. I need a break. But I have found that I can do like 20 to 25 more reps on that shoulder burn, but then I just mentally, or I start really losing my form on the dubs. my
1: arms go out. Yeah, they start going out, and then you'll
0: trip because your rope Mm -hmm. gets too short, so yeah, yeah, there's definitely, um, I actually whipped myself for the first time in like five years the other day, and I was like, oh, what, because I was trying really hard to like get the sets unbroken, and um... Man, that was like, I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, that's So, anyways, yeah. um, anything else that you would like to uh, talk about, bring up? There's probably some things I wanted to talk to you about. but um, So, actually, we were going to do this after the noon class, but we ended up doing it after the 830 class, and then I didn't yeah. feel quite as mentally prepared. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for throwing me off my game. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. That's, uh, no, I don't think so. I'm, I don't know. I love it
0: here. So plan is to just kind of keep, you know, what do you, what do you come like five days a yeah, week?
1: Yeah, I recently started six. throwing in performance um, right after the 8.30 class mm-hmm. a couple days a week, and I've been enjoying that. But I, I do cherry pick those. <laughs> and I, like I cherry pick
0: that, those so. too because I need the conditioning aspect of those. And so anybody who wants to like add a little bit of conditioning, there's usually about two good workouts every week on the performance. That is yes. a good like just... Conditioning, You usually can learn from it. There's usually like some pacing or some things that you don't concentrate that much on, on like workouts in the gym that you're Mm -hmm. trying to like, you know, you're always posting that score. And so in the back of your mind, even when that's not supposed to be your focus, I'm going to pause this just for a second. All right, guys, sorry about that interruption. I had to uh, start a new segment there. Um, I just knew that Sarah and I were going to like go off on tangents and like talk because (laughs) I don't know. Well, we've been good friends for a lot of years, and so it's just, like... And um, the one thing that I also really like about you is your honesty. You're very easy to talk to, and I just... I never, like, wonder if you're, like, telling me what you really think or if you're, you know, like, holding back or... And so I just... I really appreciate that because that is me. I'm super honest, and I just... Some people are, don't do well with that sometimes, right. you know? So right.
1: No, <laughs> likewise. Like but
0: I appreciate the true. honesty, and so I appreciate um, the friendship a lot okay. and how, like, and the, and the trust and um, our interaction in the gym, for sure. I value that a lot. Um, right. Me too. Anyway, I think we were talking about the performance workouts. Yes. Okay, so... Um, the performance workouts are available on Sugarwad to everyone. It's just a part of your membership. Um, the performance workouts are not for everyone though. It depends on how self-sufficient you are with workouts, how experienced you are. Um, so it does kind of that sort of stuff does come into play. You need to be able to read the performance workout. And do it on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is a coach on duty during open gym, you can obviously ask questions. Like mm-hmm. I've had people ask me questions, hey, um, you know about the structure, the movements. But like it's not, um, it's not workouts that you're normally going to be like coached on, or like it's it's workouts and things you would do like outside of class. If mm-hmm. you have extra time and you want to get better at certain things then the performance track can be, like, a good way to have um, a plan, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think there's, like, five days of programming for the performance. That sounds right. Yeah, four to five. They, they take
1: Thursdays, um, Thursdays. Thursdays often. Yeah. Maybe the weekends. Yeah. So maybe
0: there's, like, four days. So anyway, what I was saying before is there's usually two good, like, conditioning workouts mm-hmm. on there. And um, I like those because there isn't the pressure <clears throat> to get some amazing score. Right. Or... You know, like, for anybody in the gym, when they're posting their sports to Wad, I know that in the back of everyone's mind, they're always wondering how they stack up, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's just the nature of CrossFit and the competitiveness. And you can do that in an unhealthy way. And if anybody is kind of feeling unhealthy about it, they should definitely reach out to a coach so we can, like, kind of help you, like, mentally with that. Mm-hmm. But, um... So I just know that that's always in the back of people's minds. So even like during class, even though we're doing, we're going for different, you know, stimuli and workouts, like, cause we're, we're trying to be generally fit, right. And right. broaden our overall work capacity and horizons with our workouts and our health and our fitness. So you need to train different energy systems to like get to that sure. plus mentally, you know, and just like for the fun aspect, it's fun to like mix it up a little bit uh-huh. and you can learn more about your capacity. Right. And like. What thing, you know, like, what are your strengths and that stuff? So, anyway, what I was just saying about the um, performance workouts that I like to do for the conditioning is there's normally some sort of aspect you have to pay attention to that you might not normally pay attention to. It's either a certain pace mm-hmm. or a certain, like there was the yeah. one with the RPMs on the yeah. bike. Yes. I had never even looked at that before. Me either.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, there's stroke rates mm-hmm. on the rower. Um, there's,
1: you know, all kinds of stuff like that. And it'll be like sustain reach. It'll, t- uh, my, my favorite thing that got introduced to me on the performance workout is something called the forever pace. No, that's, <laughs> that's my new favorite pace. Something you could just hang on to forever. I'm like, dang, I like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I it's good to know those things about yes, yourself. It, it, it helps you um, mm-hmm. so you can experiment with those performance workouts as they're not – you do post your scores, but – so much less people are doing the performance stuff and it's really more for yourself than it is for like a gym wide, like type of a thing that you can really experiment a little bit more with a little bit lower, with lower pressure overall about your like performance on it. Mm -hmm. And then you take the stuff you learn from those workouts and you can project it onto our regular training days. And then you can get more out of your training because you know, like, okay, if this is a sustained pace, like say your sustained pace is, like on the rower for like 500 meters is like two minutes per 500 meters like that's your sustained pace over like rounds or whatever I mean that's that's a super good thing to know because then when you have a workout like and it's like oh hey we're going for a sustained pace and it's like you know rounds of 500s are like in the workout well you have a really good idea then about your pacing Mm -hmm. where you should be at because um, a lot of people have the hardest time probably with a sustained pace just mm-hmm. because um, everybody starts out hot and then slows down. Right. Which that's more of a reach type scenario where you're always writing that line, you know, and you were yeah. saying earlier, I always take reach as send. Yeah. <laughs> Full send is totally, is, is different you know, than yeah, reach. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so really learning yourself is going to help you get more out of your training mm-hmm. and more, and you'll end up getting more fit over time if you're, Actually, really paying attention to that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and machine work is the best way, right? Because, like, it's right there on the screen in front of you, okay. so it's the so best much information, yeah. So, um, have you found that you like that
1: sort of stuff? I, like, yes, I do. I, I like all of it. I really have enjoyed um, the programming that has been a little bit more based on feel, mm-hmm. um, even as someone who tends to be more competitive. Um it it is nice to not have the pressure. It's mm-hmm. nice to know that like you yeah, you're going for an intended like stimulus as opposed to um you know a, a time certain weight. or yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So um yeah, I've I have really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. All of it. Yeah. And I I like the performance ones a lot too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so like yesterday's workout, Thursday, it was supposed to be, you know, sustained pace yeah. like across 24 yeah. minutes of work. So it's like if you went too heavy, you weren't, you were going to get more gas Mm -hmm. and you weren't going to be able to like stay moving. And so like, I think in the back of my mind, before I start the workout, I'll be like, okay, what weight of a dumbbell is a sustained pace for me? Mm -hmm. What weight of a dumbbell, you know, gets me more like gas. And then you can like, plan for that, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of just having no idea. (laughs) And then you're in the middle of the workout and you're like, Oh, I went too heavy. I'm too heavy. Or, you know, sometimes like on a, for like a gas workout, like you can go too light and then you don't get the stimulus. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, And you really need to train that gas stimulus too, because like, it really, like, jacks your heart rate up, and that's where a lot of, like, fitness can happen. It's a lot of, like, you know, interval training and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you get a lot of bang for your buck, which is nice because you can do a shorter, like, right. amount of time. So, right. um But those are kind of the – those are the ones where you feel the worst. Right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you dread those ones. Yeah, really, really do because you just know. Well, before we started indicating what type <clears throat> of stimulus we were going for – um you didn't know, right? You were kind of like, ooh, I wonder how this is gonna feel. Mm-hmm. And then now when you see gas reach, you're like, This is going <laughs> to stink. Yeah. This is going to hurt. Like, I know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Which which, you know, can can be a real mental win for you oh, if for sure. you yeah. still like perform well or mm-hmm. like, you know, get the stimulus. So yeah. um I definitely like that too. It gives just more purpose to your training so yeah. that you can feel like um you can, I think, more purposeful training gets you fitter faster. Um, oh,
1: for sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the other such a cool thing about CrossFit is you know seven, eight years into it is like I'm. There's still you're still improving. Mm-hmm. You're still growing. You're still getting better and mm-hmm. fine tweaking and mm-hmm. like. Um, and I have a whole world of gymnastics that like I still have yet to yeah. kind of conquer. So I think yeah that that is. Awesome. That's the addicting part of it is that you're just – you're improving all the time. I think
0: it's a testament to the sport in general. Oh, for Um, sure. I've heard some podcasts recently, um, people who are outside of the CrossFit or maybe were previous, like, CrossFit athletes and stuff like that talk about how um, just the depth and breadth of the whole, like – Oh, yeah. (laughs) Of all the skills that you have to have to, like, be a successful, like, athlete in the Mm -hmm. sport is just – insanity and so for a regular person training four days a week it's not that hard to figure out why it takes years to like get some of the skills and why we're always practicing that whole like patience type thing Mm -hmm. and like you know not skipping over steps and just keeping in mind that if you just keep chipping away and you just keep coming in like you're going to get these skills over time you know but like yeah, telling someone it might be five years before they could get something is mm-hmm. like
1: mm-hmm. Some the human stuff. brain. You're like,
0: yeah. oh, it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is the nice thing about it is you can never really get to the top, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, have you gone like, I mean, since you have been doing it for so long, like have you had like
1: back pedals, like downturns? Well, um, yeah, some of them outside of my I would say they were all probably, like, outside of my control. I had a second child. Yeah. And I was, um, that I wanted, I went into it thinking I was going to be, like, the fittest pregnant person <laughs> to ever walked to the earth, right? I was like, this is going to be awesome. But I was the type of pregnant woman who experienced just 24-7 nausea. That's and sickness. it went through more than halfway through. Yeah. Um, or, uh, yeah, to, like, 23 weeks. So, I wasn't able to work out. And, um... And so then I took that whole time off. That was like that 10 whole, months. whole like a year, yes. yeah. And then there was another segment of personal life that kind of went awry that we took 10 months off, yeah. you know. So it was like coming back from those times off were, um, oh, it was discouraging. Yeah. You know, your first couple times back in the gym where you're just like, I, I remember trying to do a rope climb after I had my second child, and I was I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't even hang on the rope. Yeah, and I think I cried. Yeah. I tried a lot actually in the gym. I yeah. almost cried. I cried, well close to tears. Yesterday, the day that we did Wednesday. the sandbags, 110 talented, Oh, and I tried. To, yeah, so I cry a lot, but. Um, that's okay. Uh, it's just how you manifest your frustration. It's yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. But yeah. So, and right now, I mean, I'm not hitting my, you know, my true one rep maxes and probably anything. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> I'm okay with that too. Yeah. And I think that is still ahead for me. Yeah. I think that yeah. I will get back there. Um,
0: you really hurt your back kind of not that recently.
1: Was it like a year ago? It was, yeah, it was like two Octobers ago. I, or yeah, uh, yeah we had a run it was in october we did like a six mile run and we were oh, pounding yeah. around the park and i think that just the constant slamming on the concrete going downhill specifically yeah because d- you weren't conditioned I, for it yeah uh-huh. and I, yeah i i wasn't taking care of myself well i was mm. not into stretching i was n- seriously dehydrated yeah. i have not been good about drinking water up until the last few months yeah so, um there are a lot of factors that went into it but yeah so injury um yeah Has forced me to backpedal a little bit. Yeah. um, It's okay.
0: But you just kind of, I just like remember the last time you went through it. It just, it was like so severe that I was Mm -hmm. just wondering if like it changed your mindset
1: a little bit. Oh, 100%. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that has been more impactful into like how I view the gym um, mm-hmm. than injury. Yeah, Because you come back and you're just so thankful to be able to do anything yeah. that um, you're like, I'll take whatever whatever I can get. Yeah. So I'd go up to, I mean, I used to hate the idea of scaling. And then after my, I was laid up from my back, I went up, I'm like, well, what can I do? Like, yeah. give me any sort of modification uh-huh. that I can actually... Get a workout and mm-hmm. I'll be happy with it. And so I still kind of live in that place sometimes yeah. where it's just like, I don't want to deadlift, but I mean, Peyton had me do Bulgarian split squats in place of, you know, mm-hmm. deadlift one day. And I was like, wow, I should be doing more of those because yeah. that hurt. Yeah. It <laughs> was terrible. So, um, and those then, hurt no matter what. Yeah. But that was encouraging in and of itself to know that, um, yeah, like the scaling my mindset has changed a mm-hmm. lot on scaling yeah. um, because it is. Cause it used to make you feel good, less than, yes. but yeah. And it doesn't, it's not that way. It's just different.
0: You yeah. know, it's
1: just a different way to move.
0: I've been trying to get people to like, think of it more of like movement modifications yes, rather yes. than like actual like scaling because I like that. we need some sort of starting point for a workout. Yeah. We need some sort of like this is the intended stimulus which I think is why, you know, we go yes. to the intended stimulus. Yeah, because then then you can you can get the the workout you need for you. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And it's easy to think about what movement modifications to do because you can be doing a completely different movement but it gives you the same stimulus. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you're able to still like get the right workout in even though you might be doing something totally different and so yeah that's a big thing that I that I really want people to kind of like get their mind around is that like scaling doesn't make you less than or having to like sub movements doesn't make you less than yeah um
1: well and I think it's awesome I mean I have complete faith and trust in any coach that I would go up to, to give me an appropriate scaling option. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I might be like, I'm thinking this, you know, is that okay? And then they're like, well, maybe something more like this. I'm like, yeah. oh, you are totally right. There's a reason, <laughs> you know, like why you have that title. Yeah. So, I mean, I, there's, yeah, the faith that I have in our coaching staff, um, especially through, yeah, like injury and stuff has been great. Mm-hmm. The, I, just really... Yeah, there's nothing more, like, reliable and consistent in my life than Jesus, other than (laughs) CrossFit, right? I mean, it's like, I know when I show up here, like, what I'm, like, I get what I um, expect, you know? And I have high standards, Mm -hmm. and um, I said that to Peyton when they were on vacation, you know, I said, I don't mean this in a bad way, but... I didn't even notice you were gone, you know, because yeah. my gym experience was the same. Yeah, And so uh, that's great. That's mm-hmm. a great testament, yeah. I think. That was my point guys. to Kyle, too. You didn't listen to the
0: podcast yet last week, you said. But yeah. I was like, so um, we did totally fine when you yeah. were gone, and I'm not <laughs> sure really what your purpose is. Yeah, exactly,
1: right? <laughs> uh-huh. I think we got this. <laughs> yeah. That's but It's cool. um, so good, though. It's, that's what you want.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, we're a really good team as far as, like, you know, like, running our classes and like the day to day and stuff, but um Kyle and Peyton do tons of like the back end stuff oh, to like can, run this. You can business. tell. Oh,
1: you can totally tell. Yeah. Sometimes I think um about the stuff you guys produce and I think about the time that goes into it yeah. and I'm like, dang, how do they do they have like personal lives <laughs> outside the gym or is it all encompassing? Because it just seems well, like that's a lot. It's a it's a true dedication. I mean I'm it sure. it is it is it is d-
0: definitely difficult i mean i um outside of the gym i mean the gym is very important to me and i do see it as like my also like my business as mm-hmm. well um probably not quite to the level of Kyle because my actual financial life isn't on the line <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um yes. but i do have a my husband and i do have a separate business right. to where um it is very hard to like take time off or like go to your work and then be done with work it it is definitely you know something to where you're you're always like kind of thinking about it so it's a it's harder to separate yourself from Mm -hmm. it than um yeah i don't want to like say that just working for a company is like super easy or something i just mean like um I think it's harder to separate your li- your personal life from your work life yeah. when your work life is your life life. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? For so, sure. like, everything kind of revolves around that. Yeah. And um, so I definitely have a completely separate life. And when I had my birthday party last weekend, uh-huh. like, a lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, you know, there's gonna- you're having a CrossFit party, and, like, there's going to be this CrossFit party here. I'm like, you guys have to understand that, like <laughs> – I actually have friends and like people that I interact with that are not a part of this gym (laughs) and they want to come here to support me too you know what I mean so um, it it is like you think about like uh, it it is probably a lot of people that like you know see me as a coach or whatever have a hard time you know maybe thinking about what I do outside Mm -hmm. the gym (laughs)
1: Mm yeah
0: but anyway um well, I'm glad that that was your point of view and your yeah. perspective on that because yeah. I do appreciate that a lot. And um, we definitely do work hard to try to keep people moving despite injuries um, and just try to, like, provide a good experience and definitely want people to, like, be successful. That's, you know, basically our main goal. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad that you're a part of our community. And- Thanks. I need to get Tyler now on the podcast too. I thought about no. seeing if both of you wanted to come
1: well, together. Yeah, I was so, I was surprised about that. I think Tyler might have been more comfortable with that, but um, because I mentioned it to him that I was coming on here, and he's like, "Ooh, I don't know if I'd like that." And I was like, "I kind of thought we'd go together," but
0: maybe I thought you about knew it. How
1: much I was going to talk? Well,
0: and... no, it wasn't that. It was just more like the both of you have so much experience and like so much to say. I think it's best to like do it individually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rather than to try to, like, combine you together. Oh, sure. Right. Um, and now that I found out Tyler's possibly an OG. I know. Like <laughs>
1: we'll have to, yeah, make that official. So yeah.
0: You Would you say, though, um, sorry, I just thought again, uh-huh. um, to the, to the last time you, you took kind of, like, a 10-month break and, like, came back yeah. in. I don't personally feel like you've lost a ton of your fitness.
1: Um, no i I mean probably recovered better that time um coming
0: you know, back from pregnancy is difficult. I mean, I did that yeah. too. I was pregnant once, you know during our my um tenure at the gym uh-huh and coming back from that was definitely i mean it was difficult you know? yeah it, it took a while to like overcome, and I couldn't hang from anything either. It yeah. just you know all your like abdominal muscles.
1: Yeah. Yes. So No. I mean, because I I had to take you know a couple months off for, from my back, and then uh, we had COVID. You know, we were gone for a couple weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, even like coming back from that, uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't take long. I would mm-hmm. say. I mean, it
0: coming back uh, from a sickness too is 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 a totally different. Or coming back from a pregnancy is like totally different than just like coming back from like oh my life got super busy. and right. I just got too stressed, and I had to like. Right. I just had to like take a break for a while. I think coming back from that is is different. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, yeah, you come back when you're like you want it, right? Like you're yeah. hungry for it, and so you yeah, yeah you definitely. Push a bit, but
0: yeah. all right, cool. Well, it was good to talk to you. Yeah, you should thank probably you. like cut it off now that I know. it's been like an hour and twenty minutes. But yeah. um, so great to have you on. Love seeing you in the gym, and we will be hanging out. Then. Yeah. We'll see you guys in the gym. Sweet, thanks. Bye. Bye.